Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast, where we bring you the best growth strategies from the world's experts to help build your business fast. And now, here's your host, Mark Fidelman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Brand Builder Podcast. Joining me today is Jerry Abiog. And Jerry has done something that uh, I started early on in this podcast, which is introducing AI into a marketing platform. And because there's artificial intelligence in this platform, you can increase your revenue, you can scale your business, and he's got a focus, and one of those focuses is restaurants, but this can be applied to many businesses as I see it. So today, uh, I want to talk to Jerry about how you use and how his customers have been using artificial intelligence to grow their business. So, Jerry, welcome to the show. Can you give us a little bit of a background on yourself? Yeah. Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me, having me on. So, a little bit about my background. Mark, so I've had over 25 plus years in sales and marketing. Ten years ago, I left the corporate world and I started my own uh, business with helping software companies drive sales and marketing. And as I said, I've had some good clients and I've had some bad clients. And as they say in life, you learn from failure. And one of the things I learned during this time was actually from a bad client. But this bad client had an AI and machine learning, machine learning company. While that company, you know, didn't go so well, if you will, and as it was imploding through serendipitous events, I met my future co-founder who was visiting from India. He was visiting Atlanta. He used to live here and he pitched me this idea about a pro AI driven prototype that could help businesses drive repeat buyers. So knowing what I learned from my last experience with working with an AI machine learning startup, I took this concept from Atlanta, flew all the way to Denver, Colorado and outdoor retail show. When I returned to Atlanta a week later, I had secured two beta clients and that's how standard insights, the company standard insights formed and we've been growing ever since. The last couple of years, we started uh, in the e-commerce vertical because they were the early adopters of artificial intelligence and branched to brick and mortar, finance and restaurants. And uh, actually, last year at this time, we created an AI driven digital application for restaurants. And uh, to be honest, um, Mark, kind of, we kind of fell on our face just because it was not the, the right time uh, for bringing an AI-driven digital menu to the market. So we shelved that concept, continued to work on other things, and along comes COVID in March, shuts the whole planet down. We pulled it out of the garage, did some tweaks, and now we've relaunched it and we retweaked it to iOrder.menu. And alas, uh, you know, we're gaining momentum as the whole planet is dealing with COVID with an AI-driven digital menu. Got it. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. What and why is AI doing in, in, in marketing, in sales? How is it helping? Why does it matter? Uh, who needs it? Well, everyone needs it, man, if they want to be competitive in today's business world. Man, it's hyper-competitive nowadays. And you just can't approach your marketing or sales efforts flying blind. I you know, compared to, hey, you're, you're driving down the highway, your windows are all fogged up, right? You didn't turn on the defrost or you're driving before your windows have been uh, defrosted and you're looking through a small sliver, uh, you're crooking your head down, 
and trying to drive. That's what it is when you're not being data-driven versus using the tools available today with the democratization of AI available to you where you can be more precise in your marketing efforts. Um, we're already seeing this happen to big companies that are using AI very well. Amazon with their product recommendations and Netflix with their movie recommendations. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you look what Netflix is doing, that, that's amazing. And just for clarity, yeah. they're not your client, right? They're just doing it on their own? Yeah, they're doing it on their own. But so they were the, so AI has been around since the 1950s, but more recently it's become more popular and everyone knows or Amazon, everyone knows Netflix. So on a high level, Cliff Notes level, those that are two big players that are using artificial intelligence. And just to give you your listeners a Cliff Notes version of what artificial intelligence is, it's getting computer to think and act like a human. So uh, whether that's in retail, IT security, self-driving cars, you name it, that's what AI does. Okay, great. Yeah, and I love that. And I love the Netflix analogy because it is really important. Unfortunately, I think the Netflix just creates their own AI for themselves. It's not something that you can use in, in everyday life, which is where your platform comes in. So, all right. So, let's, let's start with a scenario. What has your platform been used for and what did the AI do to improve their business? So, initially, it started off with, uh, with e the e-commerce vertical. So, to give you an example, we're working with a company. They sell shoes online. They've been, they've been around, what, 200? They've been around for 10 years, have roughly 200,000 customers and $10 million in, in revenue. So what we were able to do was able to, number one, break down to 200,000 customers into a, I mean, who were the most profitable, who, were in the, who fell in the middle, and who were uh, in the bottom tier. So now once they get a good concept of who their profit, most profitable and least profitable customers, if you will, they can better allocate their marketing budget. Next, what we did, we broke their, the segments down. So this client, the shoe company, has about 200,000 customers. They sell worldwide, but we just focus ma mainly in the U.S. So we were able to determine amongst the, their top five and top cities and states, not only where their products were being sold, but the specific products. And the shoe company had 50 different product SKUs, if you will. So now we can determine to a T what's selling in LA, what's selling in Atlanta, what's selling in New York City and in Dallas and every city in between uh, in the US. So now when you have that information, you're better to be able to prioritize and execute data-driven campaigns uh, if you're doing stuff on Facebook and other social media platforms. So those, those are one way, you know, a couple examples. The third example is we're able to predict what each and every one of those 200,000 people are predicted to buy just based on studying everyone else's purchase patterns. Can you, you, yeah. you do that with data anyway? Why do you need the AI to analyze that? What does the AI well, do differently? Yeah, actually, you can do this uh, yourself. I, you know, um, you know, manually, if you will, right? So if I give you a spreadsheet, I say, hey, Mark, hey, man, here are 2,000 customers with uh, 50 different products, you know, sort them out based on city and state. So this could be 2,000 customers, 200,000, or 2 million. But the thing in with this is it's all about time and efficiency. With AI, and if once everything is put in play, 
mean, it can analyze these, these data points literally in, in minutes once everything is set up. So using AI to become competitive in a data-driven world, are you becoming competitive when, yeah, you can do this manually on your own, but you're stuck in the room analyzing all 200,000 customers. You may be there for a month and not come out maybe for drink, for a drink and some food, or you can analyze this within minutes and that person who can do that can immediately execute campaigns. I mean, who's going to win? Right. Okay. So it, it just speeds things up and maybe finds things that humans can't just because their attention span is so short these days. Yeah. But you also need the human aspect to it. Yeah. Software and AI and technologies, they don't operate well without humans. So yes, you do have to have the human component to it, but the first and foremost, you're going to lead off with technology. Okay. All right, good. So what was the result of these campaigns um, where, you know, I know you can't really conduct an A-B test on them with AI without it, but what do your customers tell you uh, are the result of, of using AI with, with, the, uh, with their campaigns? Yeah, probably three things. Uh, improvement in sales, north of uh, 10%. Improved average order value, because if you're providing upsell and cross-sell recommendations north of 20%, and reduction of customer churn. So those are the three big things, whether it's in e-commerce, whether it's in finance, or even in restaurants, those three things is, are the uh, results of using artificial intelligence properly. Okay. And then where are we going with this? So anyone listening on this call? And if they want to improve their kind of data analyzation or data analysis, and they want to use this solution in order to, you know, improve their decision making, what what is the what's the next step beyond that? What what is going to happen next with with AI? Oh, from on a holistic level, or with me, gen, uh, specifically? Oh no, just specific to marketing. Yeah. So any company that. You know, this is kind of a newish thing, if if you will, but just like with life in general, man, if you're more progressive in your outlook and open to learning new things and trying it out, maybe trying that, you know, food that you've never tried before and like, hey, man, this, this actually tastes good or trying to new drink. It's all about expanding your mind. And if any of your listeners out there expand their mind, it's like, hey, you know, we've it's a data-driven world. We've got data... Uh, you know, everywhere in spreadsheets and apps, but we need to do something with it, right? Because data by itself sitting in a garage does no one any good. You got to do something with it. Just like I could tell you, hey, to be healthy, you've got to, you know, eat salads and, and work out. That's fine, good and dandy. But if you're not actually executing on it, then it's a moot point. So just to your listeners out there, you're kind of learning, hearing about AI, whether it's here or in podcasts or other podcasts or what have you. Yeah, be open to trying it out. Be open to reading more about it. Be open to listening podcasts like this on how AI can help your business drive growth and improve efficiencies. And how hard is it to set up? What's kind of the process to get this integrated with someone's current you know, systems? Yeah, so the data has to be clean. It has to be structured in, in a certain way. But really, most tools these days and most software uh, companies have API connectors. And it could be data could be gotten that way, be an API connector. And once you have that, it's relatively 
simple to put structured data together and run it through the machine, if you will. Okay, but th- even if it's structured, let's say it's coming out of salesforce.com or something. Yeah. How, how, do, uh, how does the AI uh, analyze it and then how is the result structured? I- I'm just trying to picture, okay, you can give it data, but how does it know how right. to understand the data and then get, present it to you in a way that's actionable? Yeah, so one thing that we'll, we'll take a look at, well, uh, your, your listeners may be familiar with the concept of RFM, how recent someone purchased a product, how often they purchase a product, and how much money they spent with their company. So that's one simple example. So we pull all that data, run it through the algorithm, it's synthesized, we present it in a nice bar graph or, or pie chart, and then within a few clicks, you have those buckets of people and those different categories, champion customers, loyal customers, sleeping customers. So for example, three buckets, and then right away you can execute campaigns based on where people fall. Okay. So maybe for your champion customers, you may be offering them a, you know, a special that the sleeping customers, you may not, right? Cause Hey, they've spent a lot of money with you, you know, in the past, treating them accordingly. Okay. And so, let me present a scenario before we wrap things up. Let's say I'm a e-commerce, I sell pet products online, and I am looking to improve sales. What would you come in and do, and then uh, what would the AI do to help me increase those sales? Just the whole the whole picture. Yeah, so let's take an example. You got all the data, right? You got geographic demographic data. So maybe... You've got a, you know, a single guy who's out of college, you know, who's like 25 years old, a few years out of college. Maybe the data shows that guys like him and that demographic tend to have, a, you know, medium-sized dog, typically maybe a German shepherd or, or golden retriever. So with that being said, if you know that, you can target him, right, with a you know, bigger dog toys, right? Versus just, you know, shooting off the hip and uh, presenting him dog toys or dog food that doesn't pertain to him, right? So that's a simple example of how AI can predict things looking at past data and then, you know, executing campaigns that are relevant to someone. And when campaigns are being executed or relevant to someone, the likelihood of them converting goes up tremendously. Okay, so you, you take that data, it uh, analyzes what they're doing, their behaviors, yep. their purchase patterns, and they're making recommendations as to what to send them, or they're just yeah, no, based on what they're likely, what they're predicted to buy. Okay, and how does it know what they're predicted to buy? Does it is it analyzing all of the products that the pet company has? Yep, all the products that the pet company has, and they they all kind of analyzing what everyone's bought and what the products the pet company has. So it's analyzing all that. Simple example is like, you know, simple example, hey, uh, men tend to buy t-shirts that are color blue and women tend to buy t-shirts that are colored pink, right? So now if you're a mark, I mean, that's a real simple example, but- that's how you can drive growth. And now picture it being more nuanced with the plethora of pet, pet products out there. And that's what you can get with AI. Okay. 
my, my sense is it probably also is looking at, well, they bought that blue shirt, but you know, two weeks later, 30% of men bought these blue shorts. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe you might want to offer them this specific upsell, cross-sell. Yeah, upsell, yeah. cross-sell. So, hey, buy a shirt. Okay, he, he just bought a shirt, but people that bought shirts tend to buy shorts. Correct. And maybe a hat. So, I mean, you can get as granular uh, you know, as you want. Yeah. And then what is the how, – how long does it take to implement your solution? Well, the big challenge is getting the data structured. If it's not structured, well, there's going to be ha- you know, there's going to have uh, be involved some data cleanup with that. But if it's structured, literally within I wouldn't say minutes, but within half hour, I mean, you pull the data, it runs it through, and, and then poof, it's it's on the platform. Okay, so if if the data structure got it, all right, and and what is what is it kind of what what's the cost for someone like say they're interested in checking it out. Is there a trial period? Is there a cost to this? What? How, yeah, there's what? no trial period. Um, you know, I don't, I don't go to a restaurant and they let me try the food. So, but uh, the minimum, I guess, size we work with is with a business that has a minimum of 250 or plus customers because AI works uh, better with a lot of cause and effect data. So minimum 250 and that'll reflect, you know, according to the cost and then all the way up to, um, you know, clients with 100, 200,000 customers or more with a bunch of different products. So that's how AI works. I mean, it works better with a lot of cause and effect data. So we can start at bare minimum with the client or customer that has 250 customers. And what's the cost around that? Just roughly ballpark. Uh, You're looking at uh, depending north of 500 bucks a month, give or take. Yep. Good. I think that's reasonable if it's, I mean, if it's driving all sorts of uh, recommendations that pay off, it's definitely worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have definitely have to be open to it, right? Most everyone is like, hey, they want to do what feels good instead of what the data says. Like, hey, it, it feels good to eat a cheeseburger when I should be eating the salad. It makes me feel good, but really, yeah. Could be argued if you overindulge in cheeseburgers and may not be good for you. I don't Just think like that's an marketing. argument. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a fact. Well, I don't know. It, it is a fact, right? And it is a fact that, hey, if you're flying blind in today's competitive markets, that's not good for you either. Yeah. I wouldn't want you as a pilot, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, we're going to come down to our two final questions. Sure. The, I ask everybody this. The first one is, what's the hottest digital marketing technology that you recommend? I assume that you're going to say yours, but is there something else that you recommend people? Actually, uh, 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 I thought about that, right? How am I going to answer this? I said, just be open to being data-driven or using any other AI tool out there, whether it's mine, my, you know, that would be great, or anyone else. I mean, the goal of this podcast is to help improve the business uh, protocols of your listeners. So whether it's my AI tool or someone else's, you know, do that for yourself. I mean, AI is being, becoming democratized now where it's relatively af- affordable for most everyone. Yeah, do something good for yourself and stop flying blind. I think most people will answer, well, it's just too hard to implement uh, the, 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 the squeeze isn't worth the, yeah, uh, oh, and you're right. We're, yeah, 
I mean, let's go back to the cheeseburger. Yeah, I don't know, man. If I eat that salad today, is it really going to help my numbers, you know, tomorrow? I mean, that's the decision that each individual business leader needs to make, you know, for themselves. Right. Do I go with the AI and salad or do I just fly blind and eat a cheeseburger? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, it's a good counterpoint. All right. Let's go to the second question. Who is the most influential person in marketing today, at least from your perspective? Probably Neil Patel. Well, how he helps, uh, helps businesses driving traffic to their site. Yeah. Because if you can get people to your site, it's never always easy, right? But at least you get a starting point to do something. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And then where can people find you? Where do they go if they're interested in, in using your technology? Yeah. So one of three ways they can find me on LinkedIn, Jerry Abiog, LinkedIn Standard Insights. I'm the only one there. Shoot me an email, Jerry, J-E-R-R-Y, at standardinsights.io or go directly to our website, standardinsights.io. Or if you're a restaurant owner, listen to this podcast. Our subdomain is iorder.menu if you're interested in seeing how AI-driven technologies can drive growth in this competitive business environment. Okay. Well, Jerry, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for coming on, talking about AI and your solution. And uh, look forward to uh, speaking with you in the future about this, uh, especially when you, when you take it to the next level. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. No problem.